I don't know if you saw this, but two days ago, the Senate, and when I say the Senate, I mean 99 of its members. Somebody else wasn't there. I, I never got to the bottom of who was missing in this vote. 99 senators, Democrats, Republicans, and even my independent mentor, Bernie Sanders, voted for something so horrible, so problematic, that I literally thought it was the onion. I thought it was fake news. (laughs) I I thought it was a practical joke when I saw it. I'll tell you after the break what it is. Let me unpack and explain it. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the, the Breakdown. The the, the Breakdown. The, 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 The Breakdown. As a general rule, the United States Senate, and I have studied the Senate in this way. I've studied the history of civil rights in the Senate. I'm talking about going back to its its early days as a functioning body all the way to this week. As, as a general rule, when it comes to civil rights, human rights, and particularly when it comes to black people, the United States Senate doesn't have much courage. <laughs> like, I, I just have to tell the, the hard, frank truth. It is not a courageous body when it comes to civil rights. And somebody may say, well, they, they did this. There are, there are a few exceptions. There are very few exceptions. As a general rule, it's not a courageous group of people. I would, I would even flip it and say it this way. As a general rule, the role of the United States Senate is not to make America better, but it is to preserve the way things are. And they tinker with the way things are here and there, minor adjustments here and there. But over its hundreds of years of existence, it is not normally a courageous group of people. And we may be able, on one hand, to pick a few relatively courageous moments. But what that means is that there are way more cowardly moments than there are courageous ones. And this week, and this is going to be a short episode, <laughs> because I'm, I might start cussing. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm so frustrated that this is where we are. This week, the United States Senate and a bipartisan vote voted to approve a a billion dollar, multi billion dollar. Uh, oh no, it's a a trillion dollar uh, government plan for infrastructure, and a trillion dollar infrastructure plan, and twenty. Every Democrat voted for it, and 29 Republicans voted for it. It passed with a huge bipartisan majority. And what that means is that the bill is just really okay, Uh, even though uh, the size of it is okay. It wasn't nearly as ambitious as people had hoped. 
That's why 29 Republicans also voted for it. That's why it got so many votes. But on that bill, they tacked on an amendment that has nothing to do with the infrastructure bill. And the amendment is an anti-defund the police amendment, saying that if any city whose police department or city itself receives federal funding, which is basically every city in America, if any city that receives federal funding votes to defund the police, they will have their federal funding revoked. And 99 senators voted yes for that bill, for that amendment, rather. 99. One person was absent. Including Cory Booker, who I know personally. (laughs) I'm out of the 100 senators I may know five of them personally and and Corey not only voted for it <laughs> but gave an ultra conservative speech on why he was voting for it and how proud he was to vote for it and it was like <laughs> you gotta be kidding me listen maybe you don't support defunding the police and again i've done entire episodes about this all we're saying is that police generally don't make us safer other factors make communities safe income is a greater indicator education is a greater indicator health is a greater indicator not number of police per block That's not a great indicator. And that cities and counties across America are starting to say, you know what? Instead of spending this $100 million with police, we'd rather put this $100 million on mental health services. We'd rather put this $25 million on housing. And defunding the police is no different than defunding anything in the government. And governments regularly increase and decrease budgets of all types of priorities. And a lot of it comes when the way you see and understand a thing changes. And so they voted 99 to nothing. To penalize cities, to revoke their federal funding if they vote to defund the police in their city or county. It's preposterous. It's outrageous. And it was basically a Republican trick to make liberals frustrated with the Democratic Party. And they just raved about it. All of them ranted and raved. Now, we are told that it is a non-binding amendment. That is to say... That even though it was voted on 99 to nothing, it is not law. That's weird. But what it is, is precedent. When the Senate votes 99 to nothing on such a thing, to penalize cities and counties that vote to defund the police, let me tell you what that's going to do. It's going to completely freak any city or county out from trying to do it. And what it is going to do is it's going to cause other state governments to say, 
Well, if the Senate voted 99 to nothing to do that, then we need to do it for real. And it's so cowardly and so problematic and so disturbing and so unintelligent and so uninformed that it gets to the root of the issue that most people in the Senate don't really understand the complexity of public safety. They don't. And so here we are, 99 to nothing. Love and appreciate all of you. I wanted to break it down. I am, I'm always frustrated with our federal government, with the Senate and the House and the presidency, of course. It's by and large a very moderate group of establishment people. And sometimes even the folks that you thought weren't establishment Democrats, they are too. They really are. They're here to just protect the way things are. Love and appreciate all of you. If you're not already a member of the Northstar.com, please, please join today. Take care, everybody. Break it down. Hey, it's Sean here. I just want to thank you for supporting the podcast, which is created and produced by the North Star, a black owned and operated grassroots media platform that's fighting for liberation journalism. If you want to support the work we do, go to the northstar.com today to become a member and gain access to over 2000 articles and over 500 podcasts. We're the only place doing this type of work. And we can't do it without your support. Go to the Northstar.com and become a member today. Ooh, it's the pathway to freedom, it's freedom to the North Star.